Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. $1,000 and a trip for two to the iHeartRadio Music Award. So uh, you text the keyword to 45495. That's 45495. The word is nominee. N-O-M-I-N-E-E. Text the word nominee. <laughs> yeah, spell that one again. <laughs> to 45495, and you very well could be a winner. Uh, Dean uh, Napolitano is here. Uh, you know, known Jimmy and, and Carlos for a long time in the uh, competition, which will be tomorrow uh, out at the Cheyenne Saloon. Uh, have you have you entered a competition, like comedy competitions like this before? Yeah, you know, it's hard. Competitions are always subjective. I heard Jimmy say it the other day about, you know, the crowd might be yours that night. It might not be. Um, I did uh, Last Comic in L.A. season two or three. Oh, did you? Yeah, and Fluffy was on that year, but he ended up getting he ended up getting disqualified for using his cell phone or some crap. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, and I think he did it on purpose because once you are on that show and you go on that tour, yeah. like my like friends, like I have a friend, Rocky Laporte, who was on this year. Yeah. And they have to do the tour, and they can't do any dates on their own, and then you're subject to what they're doing. So it's it, like American Idol. Yeah, right? it, totally. And is. you get paid less, right? And like, you get paid less because you're splitting the money. Mm. And so the guy, I heard Lachlan was trying to get out of his contract, but yeah. they won't let you out. You know, the Idol guys are actually suing that entertainment company because it binds them so heavily. It's Phil, uh, Phil Phillips. Phil, Phil Phillips, yeah. Yeah, it's trying oh, to really? do it because that contract binds them so heavily that he can't do anything. He's not making any money. Everybody else is making tons of money. And they and they get you. It's hard. And, and you know, I was there that year. I made it to the night show. And it's it, it breaks your heart because I was up there going, all right. Even my manager, I was with some big management. And they were, like, almost surprised I got to the final set. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, they're like, you made it. I go, why do you look shocked? <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. And well, you, sh- you should know that the, the other comics have a lot of respect for you. They, they, they'll, they're like, oh, man, put us on the same ticket as uh, yeah, Dean. But, like, yeah. Don't get arrogant, dude. It's because you're connected. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, they're all so full of crap. They yeah. like, listen, we all lo- and I love all the guys here in Orlando. Because I, I, a lot of these guys started at an open mic I ran years ago. That's where I met Jim. Yep. And... Um, so I, I I really do like them all, but you know when it comes to the contest format, God, it's nerve wracking because you're just you're up there and right. I've been doing it 25 years and then I, I lose. <laughs> oh right, right, exactly. You know what I mean? And and that's highly possible. It's like, you know, I know uh, Devin, uh, the tall guy, he's funny guy. Oh, he, he is, is funny. Yeah, he, and he's only been doing it what three years? Doesn't have yeah, cable TV. Years. That shocked me. But uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because you asked him that he watched Saturday Night Live, and he goes, "I don't have cable." I'm like, "You get that on for, with an antenna." <laughs> and you know, and, and, that, and that makes a very good point. I, I would have asked him to stick around for another segment, but because he said he didn't watch Saturday Night Live, he couldn't talk to us about what. So I would right. have asked him to leave. Uh, and, and those are things. That's why you're one of the judges. I mean, one of the biggest things, and I'm I'm assuming that's probably the big. I mean, I'm sure you need a thousand bucks. We all need a thousand yeah. bucks, right? But getting and doing that weekly gig here. It's huge. That's the, my girlfriend said. My girlfriend was like, "You have to." Carlos said, "Had I, I'd seen him, he said you got to do this. You got to, you know, submit your thing." So I, I was like, oh, "I don't know," because because of my experience on last comic, I wanted to drive into a tractor trailer on the way home. I was like, <laughs> "How much could it hurt?" Yeah, right. You know, because 
I'm with all these comics, and they're all doing big specials. And I'm like, oh, I, I lost on last comic. So then I thought, all right, contest. And I thought, 1000 bucks, you know, whatever. Open it up for a headliner. Well, I do that kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, but a, a weekly spot. Yeah, you do your own segment. Now you do your own segment. It's a whole other so ball game. If you were, and when we're gonna, the, whoever wins, we're going to say, look, you, know, you got uh, 15 minutes or 10 minutes. Or do whatever you want. Right. Um, it could just be sitting in there and hanging out and talking. Or if you might have an idea for a, a particular bit you'd want to do, what, what would you want to do? Would you want to oh. just sit and hang? Or would you want to come up with a, your own? Uh, your I'd like own... to come in with like a Dean's Daily Dish. Weekly, of course. Nice. But then, you know, you, I come in. I do my thing. We all come. On it, it's just a take on something that because I do a lot of real life stuff uh-huh. and then I rant a little bit, so yeah. I'm, I'm like a mixed comic, you know. I really I get really worked up on stage. Sometimes I'm hyper. Sometimes I throw my whole act in the garbage. I've if seen something that happens that night, and I just go off, and it's crazy. And see, fun. And some comics can't do that. No, so, so, a ton of comics. Some just have their that. their set. Com- you know, this is my set. This is, what, and this is all I do, and they probably wouldn't be able to hang in here. And that's a big so, thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it's, it'd be important to be able to be able to kind of you know, especially coming up, man. A lot of times because the crowd is rowdy. The crowd is sitting there, and and sometimes half of the crowd is like, I just want to see you suck. And so you got to be able to play off that. And if you go into clever one liners, you're just you're going to get eaten up by the the server who's going to tell you to shut up. You oh. know. You're trying to use a word like pragmatic in Crystal River, Florida, in your act. You're in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Pragmatic. People, it, it's com- Florida That's is right. combat comedy. You're going up. Yeah, right fighting. now, imagine Russ, Russ being from Crystal River. <laughs> is he, Russ, yeah. Russ is going, ah, I had two cars that were pragmatic. I, I, I can't spell pragmatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I drive a manual. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, okay, so that's gonna. Be, do, you, do you have? A, I mean, I'm sure you have a pretty good following, right? Do you have, yeah, I, I would say you know I've been in Florida 24 years. I started here, started in Daytona. So I have uh, people come out and see me. A lot of times they want to see what's going to happen, how I'm going to handle hecklers. Uh-huh. You know, someone always wants to challenge you, and I, I say to all comics, man, don't get frustrated. Don't you know? Enjoy that silence. If even if it's bad, you learn. <laughs> you, you know what I think? I think that comedians are actually the Navy SEALs of entertainment. <laughs> That's <funny>. because <laughs> because of what the Navy SEALs have to go through to become a Navy SEAL. Yeah, that that Hell Week and all that stuff that they put them through. That's what I think because you guys got to get up there. You know, I get up. I got a guitar. If the crowd's, I just turn the guitar up. Yeah, but you guys got to get up there, and it's either you. Silence or you in laughter. And, and just like you, when you kill Bin Laden and leave, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> exactly. Very <Man>. simple. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Like, you can go to a casino in Biloxi and murder, and the minute they get to the slot machine, they're like, who was that, uh, who was that black kid we just saw do yeah, comedy? I, I think it was Janet. Janet Napana <laughs> something. You're so right, man. People forget you. That you can have this great show, and yeah. then you're in the, uh, you know, playing the slot machine. Ah, oh, you look familiar. <laughs> you just watched me for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Eight minutes ago. I bought you a drink. Yeah, what do you mean? You hey know, Jimmy, did you ever did you ever have to deal with hecklers when you when when you did it with the? Yeah, I have a good joke for hecklers. If you remember, I, I rolled it out the very first time I did it at the House of Blues. I, oh, I, I did that. I've actually, I've actually yeah. used it, I, and I give you credit every time I do. <laughs> I, I use lo- it, and then I say, "Dirty Jim." Yeah, the first time I did uh, stand up was at House of Blues. We did it doing, during one of our monster events, and it was a big deal for me because that was when the show. I mean, we were selling. I mean, it was a sold out crowd. So, and they were there to see Bub and Savannah. I mean, it was it, they were to hear ding, 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 trailer trash on nine yards, and I was trying to do comedy and wound up doing okay, uh, no, but I did. No, uh, no, I wound bad. up having a heckler, and I said, "Man, that's awesome, um, guys! If you don't know, um, our friend here—that's the longest he's had his mouth open without having a in it." Yeah. 
And, and shut him right up. Um, and the, the crowd, at I that point, well too. at that point, the crowd was on my side, and I could do anything I wanted. And that's why the last like eight minutes of my act went very, very well, because that joke uh, put me in a position of power where people gave me respect, and, and next thing you know, they laughed. Now, Dean, do you, do you have certain like certain comebacks that are ready for uh, for a heckler, or are you just kind of whatever comes to your head at the time? I try my hardest not to use old hacky ones, like, where'd you learn how to whisper in a helicopter cockpit? You know, it's right. like, I, I never do those. I okay, always wait, wait, try. Jeff Howell's right there. <laughs> <laughs> the beer one. Is, it, is yeah. this your first? Oh, I remember I my first beer. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't the Eddie Murphy one. That ever, the Eddie Murphy one right, that everybody boo. I mean, that's the most jacked joke of all time. I don't come to McDonald's and. and uh, yeah, and, and slap the burger or the spatula out of your. You know, those to me are just too hacky and old. And I'll try to go right to the person and I'll ask them a question. I'll go into their life and then I'll rip them hey, to shreds. Dean, what is your definition of hack? Because that that word is thrown around a lot to giant comedians, smaller comedians. What what does that mean to you? Do I, not look at me. <laughs> Do not turn to the right. Eyes forward. I, I would say for for me, a hack or some is it's it's like doing the the joke about being put in timeout. It's been done so many times you really can't do. Now, if you have a story about your life that your dad did to you and maybe whipped you with a belt naked, that's a different kind of timeout. Right, right, that right. could be really funny in, in a weird way. <laughs> of yeah. course. But, yeah, yeah. but I think if it's your spin on a story and it's different because really I've heard comics say everything's been done. Like Louis C.K. throws out a new hour every week and he covers every topic. So – Everything he talks about is then essentially his. Right. So how does it work? How do you get your, your stuff on a, on a subject matter where you go, okay, that's my bit. Because I talked about doorknobs last week. That, that, I do everything on doorknobs. So you right. can't play doorknobs. Don't, don't touch doorknobs. Uh, doorknobs are mine. Uh, yeah. The right. rule is yeah. whoever gets it on TV first. And that's, you know, it's, it's crazy because I've seen jokes I did in California when I was there 10 years. And I watch buddies of mine do specials. And I see a version of my uh, joke. And, yeah. and friends have called me go, hey, so-and-so is doing your, your bit. And I, and I don't. You know, what are you going to do? They do you get mad about that. it? You- I, my dad always says, like, what are you worried about? Write new stuff. You're a good writer. You write. I, I, he's right. He goes, they've been, you know, people have been taking jokes subconsciously, not, you know, and they'll go through something in their life similar, and then they might have heard your bit four or five times ten years ago. Right. And then it, it comes together so fast yeah. for are you them. For, are you forgetting? It's just like-minded because songwriters yeah. go through this all the time with melodies and yep. stuff like that. Everything. Hey, Dean, let me ask you this. Uh, as a comic, and I'm sure you probably – did you watch the Saturday Night Live thing? Did yeah, I watched okay. the whole thing. Okay, so what do you – and obviously you probably at some point looked up to Eddie Murphy being one of the, the greatest. Delirious was the best hour. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the idea of him going out there and not even trying to – Make one joke. It, yeah. As a comic, do you understand that? Does that make any no. sense? I, I was. I loved Eddie Murphy, and I, I think he has this thing where I, I think he's almost. This is just my opinion. I think he's afraid to not be funny. Yeah, because <laughs> if he goes and isn't funny, uh-huh. it's like he's got oh, everything he, to lose. He does have everything yeah. to lose and nothing to gain. You yeah. had the two hottest specials ever. So many comics looked up to him. So if he goes and bombs a new hour, or- but you but you got other comics that are, that are there at the Saturday Night Live thing, and they're not afraid to throw it out no. there. Like you know, but you're Steve Martin. And- you don't want to be compared to that though. And I mean, you constantly. Go, yeah, you're gonna go out there and do five minutes and compare to Bill Hader, who just murdered it in the Californians because he makes a funny face. Right. I mean, you know, the, again, if you're the legend, why fight? Hmm. You know what? I, and it's as you were saying that, Russ. It got me thinking, and. 
I think if you ask a lot of those guys, they would consider themselves stand-up comedians. I think if you ask Eddie Murphy, he might just say, I'm just an overall, because now he's into his music. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he does. Entertainer. He might, he might not consider himself that guy anymore. It, hmm. it might have been something that he was really good at, and then he's done a, that, that. That just got me thinking. Of, and I want no. I don't know if anybody's asked him that or not. But well, I mean, it happened to Mel Gibson. At first, he was a movie star. Now he's a full time racist and anti semite. <laughs> That's true. That so, the shift can't well, happen. You know, the Eddie Murphy. If you notice when he did that spot, even when he said, "I'm done." He like go back and watch it. He like freezes up for a second. He goes, uh, I, "I already I closed it out. I said yeah, I'm you're done." S- you're supposed to be doing something else now. Yeah, and he was it almost like he's no- nervous. Yeah. Yes, I was like, "What yeah. the hell happened to Eddie Murphy?" Yeah. And you know, I guess he's done with that part of his life. I've always wished he would do another hour just to prove it. Yeah. But I don't think he does. Then you get Louis C.K. who does a new hour every month. He's got a new hour every month and writes, 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 writes. You know. Who knows? I mean, Corolla with that podcast. I mean, basically what they're doing there is almost like a kind of a sit-down stand-up uh, for that time. And, I mean, it's all pretty relevant and funny. And with Dennis Miller now. God damn. <laughs> well, that, that hack. Tomorrow night, it's going to be at the Cheyenne Saloon. It's the Monster Comedy Search. Dean Napolitano will be there yes. along with three other comedians. Uh, and uh, it, it'll be a great time. We appreciate you uh, you know, just participating and, and being here today. And, uh, and good luck to you Thanks, tomorrow night. Thanks, man. I love coming. It was great seeing everybody. Uh, and you guys need to watch your food intake is all I'm saying <laughs> from being here. Because this is out of control. Oh, I'm, watching it. I'm watching it. I, I am uh, <laughs> I hate you for being so cute. <laughs> All right, uh, he wants to do. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. It's our guilty pleasure Wednesday. Let's see, is this Stephen Kramer's? This is his favorite game. He loves to pick music for the show. Or is this Dirty Jim? This is Angel all the way. Angel, you've been I'm, I'm not a Actually, player. this is me, but because of uh, uh, Steve. Because Steve, of me. Yeah, because Steve turned me on to this album, and it's actually a quite fantastic, amazing well, There's album. this producer. His name's Giorgio Moroder, and he did, like, everything in the early 80s and late 70s. Like, the guy did every soundtrack. He did, like, the American yeah, Gigolo soundtrack. It sounds like every soundtrack. Call me. But this is he from uh, this record. This is uh, Beverly Hills Cop, right? Yeah, but it's the Pointer Sisters. It's, it's a working girl, too. It's in a bunch of movies. Yeah, and the album is uh, called Breakout. And every song on this album for, by the, is probably their pinnacle album as a, as a group. And every single one of the songs is amazing. His team produced that. that uh, you like Laura Branigan. His yeah. team produced all that stuff. Because she just did a bunch of covers of Italian, like, Italian disco songs. Hey, uh, we want to thank Steve from Porky's Barbecue for bringing us by some uh, incredible barbecue oh, this morning. God. Everybody's very, very happy. Do you know, uh, I mean, do you by know the way, that Steve from Porky's is it's in a popka. It's the Porky's in a popka. Yeah, that's and, the only uh, one. Always yeah. good to see Steve. I'm sorry, Jimmy, was that? No, no, it's my, my, I, I thought you were done. My apologies. Um, I made a sauce for him. It's called the barbecue egg. Have you heard about it? No. I have the big green egg. You take, um, I think it's the uh, tri- the triple X or the hot sauce. Yeah. And you make a little puddle of it, and you squeeze the yellow, the the mustard-based sauce right, right in the middle to make the yolk. Mm-hmm. He's been doing that like and selling it as a mixture and says it's been destroying. Oh, wow. Because I, I, I like the hot sauce, but I also like a little bit of that mustard tang in there for that. When I do use uh, the barbecue sauce, I, I don't often, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been using. He says it's, uh, people have been going crazy for it. That's very I, cool. I said, well, just mix two of your products together. It's no big deal. We always look forward to when comedy, they, they barbecue sauce. bring yeah. food by. Yes, uh, Angel? Hey, real quick. I just want to give everyone a heads up. If you're traveling in the area of uh, Colonial and OBT. Not yeah. another wreck. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, OPD is uh, has a sting going on. It, they're popping people for tickets. If you're not giving the undercover cop a, a pedestrian the right of way at the crossing, 
So if you're, again, if you're at the corner of uh, Colonial and OBT, and there's somebody at the crosswalk, and it's uh, it's on you to give them the right of way, yeah. you might want to do that because apparently it's a cop, and they're giving, uh, like I said, tickets out there. So what we're wanting to do is let you know that if, that if you see someone like that, you give them the right of way. Well, just remember, That's, there's a recent that with the law recently passed, uh, pedestrians. Yeah, the pedestrians have the right of way in the crosswalk. Remember that. I know it's a new law in the state of Florida, but if there's someone in the crosswalk, they have the right of way. Let them walk, or you're going to get hit with a. This ticket. has been a public service announcement. From the horny giant. Yeah, what's, I just, what's I, that sound? I don't know. I heard something tap. Oh, that was me. I'm sorry. It was the pen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was like, what the hell's going on? I've been going on like a minute. I'm going. Yeah, because people, people, people are saying yesterday their Facebook uh, accounts were ticking while their computers were open. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. What? It was making some kind of weird noise. Like their Facebook account was like making it's a ticking be, sound. to explode. Yeah, I swear it. Really? They're like a bomb counting yeah. down. That's not good. I got to remind me to talk to you something else when we get done with Steve. Okay, uh, Stephen Kramer, how you doing today, buddy? Doing well, you guys. Uh, doing wonderful. We're going to allow people, if someone has a, a question, a, like a quick question about divorce, we can we can handle that. I have a, a couple things I was going to ask you about. There's a story out today about this guy who is suing a bar uh, because he got on a mechanical bull and, and he was hurt on a mechanical bull. I can't see how, I mean, I know that you can sue anybody for anything. But if you and he, so he signed all the yeah, paperwork. The question is, can you win? Well, yeah, and he signed all the paperwork that you're supposed to. You know, they, they make you right, sign. Right. So, so they had a bunch of disclosures and actually signed. And those. he signed it, but he's still <laughs> suing the bar. Like, like, what what are the chances when you get on a mechanical bull? Aren't you accepting? Hey, look, there's a possibility I could get hurt here. I mean, is it? A possibility, really, or is it a probability? Right. It's well, there's a if, when. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a possibility. I mean, it's got all the the, the uh, like the moonwalk the, stuff the padding, around it, like all padding, the padding, padding and everything. everything. You know, so it's not. Uh, you know, most people probably don't get hurt when they ride those things in the bars. But unless you're like, you know, in a thing of bubbles when you ride it, there's a chance you're going to get hurt. And right. Anybody who does it, you should know that. And if you don't. You know, you shouldn't be alive. You're usually pretty sober, though, when you jump on those. Well, things. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. Well, I mean, and that, that's and, that's part of the problem. And not on a dare. No, no. So, okay, so if a guy comes to you and says, look, I, I went into this bar, and I was drunk, and I got on the mechanical bull, and I got hurt, I want to sue them, what, what are you going to tell them? You taking well, that mean, case? Am I taking that case? Not unless there is some, something more to the story. I mean, the bottom line is that's classic assumption of risk. They signed a bunch of disclosures. They signed a bunch of disclaimers. They probably surrendered a lot of the rights that they would have had. But, but – but, but it could be that maybe that bull was not properly maintained. Yeah, well, maybe, here's what maybe they're they didn't saying. oil the bull. Maybe they didn't take care of it. Maybe it was defectively made. Maybe the person running it was hammered. Yeah. Or maybe they ran it improperly. It says here that the uh, the padding, they're, 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 they're saying the, the padding wasn't placed right around the machine is what they're saying. Oh. Right. Mm. Um, but anyway, so. Well, there's mm. a mechanical bull video that uh, a chick riding it. Have you guys seen this video? No. The sexy oh one? Oh, my God. I'm blogging Molly, prepare for the massive amount of hits. I, it was recent. I, like I last remember week. you talking about it a couple of weeks ago. It is the sexiest thing. This chick is riding a bull, but she hops up there, like, uh, you know, just like the typical, uh, oh, like, get up there. Like Sissy from Urban Cowboy? No, no. Instantly, you know this girl knows what she's doing. <laughs> instantly. It's, it's a, a, in riding a bull? In, in 10 seconds, you're like, oh, this is going to be it's different. It's three minutes of this amazing er- erotic. Most, sen- no, it's it's the most sensual bull ride you've ever seen. Let me ask question. It's called or- Happiest Saddle Ever, <laughs> if you search it on YouTube. Uh, is the guy really? trying to throw her off? Or is he going extra I wouldn't slow? be surprised though, Dude, if we're called back. He's whipping her around. Right. And she's like in a dance move in in motion. I'm sure Blogging Molly is looking for this right now. And every fella out there. Are you it, looking it, for it? I saw the video and it had uh, 80 views on it. Right. And I was like, ooh. 
I might so be. you were at the beginning. Exactly. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, this this is something that will go viral. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, if you guys get a chance, a blog model, you'll find I it. I saw Gundam Style with, like, 100 views, and I never thought that would go viral. Did you really? Yeah. That's I, funny. I, I, you know what's funny is you get with a girl like that, and, and you get did. really turned on because, like apparently, views. it's really – like you know, because cowboy stuff is not really your thing. Of course. You know? Right. And so you get with that girl, and then you go home, and she pulls, you know, off her clothes – and she's got nothing but bruises and calluses all down. <laughs> and she's like, the I'm calluses tired. Are my I don't want to do anything. I've been doing this for don't hours. Touch. Yeah. Did you find a blog of Molly? Oh, it's on the website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Up already? I normally wow. don't You're highlight uh, bull riding yeah. videos, you know. Say, but this is a goodie, huh? This is a goodie. How many uh, hits do you think right now? Uh, Carlos tells you he saw it at 80. What he fails to tell you, he's responsible for the 1.2 <laughs> million after that. Oh, my God. Is 1.2 million? I just made that number up. No. It's way worse. Worse than that. What is it? What's it at? My God. Are no you... hands either. Yes. Oh, that's the Dude, amazing thing. How did she do that? She's well, awesome. I watch it, I'm, wa- I'm watching it right she's now. She's fantastic. How many people have seen it? I've seen a mechanical bull is smiling. <laughs> yeah. Four they paint eight. those smiles 4. on the 4.8 million video views. Wow. And this feel chick. to be an early a first adopter. I was. That's what, yes. you, that's what you are. Somebody, hey, okay. You're she could be in a power station video. You're a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so let's say a woman like this, you know, she you know, she rides the bull. Mm-hmm. It gets 4.4 million views. 4. 8, she needs a representation. So, like, can she can she reap any money from that? Since I'm her new lawyer. Dealing with the new contracts. That's a good question. Getting She's her the new one gigs. That, I'm absolutely. Yeah. Without her, you know, it's not going to get 4.8 million. Yeah, but right uh, after this. Law. But do you, I mean, does, I'm not looking at it. So do you see her face? I mean, do you oh. know who she oh, is? Yeah, absolutely. She's cute. Actually, was shot in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, really? There we go. That's why see? I knew it was a listener who said it. It's at the, to me. Uh, the Tequila at the Ranch at the Hard Rock. Yeah, she's cute. Jean shorts. I mean, no shoes. A lot of times, lawyers are involved. If you're an actor, if you're a performer, if you're a successful model, if you're a musician, you've got Apparently a lawyer. Her name's you've got a lawyer. Yeah, and you're represented because you got to deal with contracts. You need somebody to filter everything. Ooh, you need if, somebody to deal with your privacy. You got to do asset protection planning. If she, if she doesn't think about it until afterwards, like, yeah. oh my god, now look, it's yeah, got four point eight million. She signs wait. a contract like Quiet Riot signed, or like you know, everybody coming up in rock, hip hop, and any music. Or acting signs where they just sign these horrible deals and mm. surrender all their rights. And that's the problem. But what if she didn't sign anything? She's she just a, rode the bull and, and somebody else. Somebody oh. the video. Well, then, then she's going to be a one-hit wonder on YouTube, and that'll be it. And she can't reap any reward from it. No. Wow. She I mean, a- unless she owns the video, and then she could be making money through YouTube. I mean, you guys talked about that, those people on YouTube that make a fortune just yeah. on ads that run during yeah, their videos. Yeah, but from all appearances, it looks like she uh, had some friends uh, shoot this. She put it up on the video, and it's not like it doesn't look like she's uh, one of the partners for YouTube. Like you get to a level and you get to become a partner with YouTube, right. and they start breaking you off a little bit. It doesn't even give that well, impression. I guarantee I think she's though, a- after four four million views, she's thinking, man. I need to do almost, another one of these and monetize it. Yeah, it's almost five, and uh, I think she's a plant. You know, I mean, a lot of these clubs that have things like this, like when we worked at the Rocks into the boxing, yeah, right. if they couldn't get anybody to fight, they would just make two of the bartenders go do it. Or uh, maybe I mean, just, they filmed just it to really show them. slow and then sped up the video. No, no, no doubt this, about it. That girl has had some practice on that thing. I mean, so you know I mean, <laughs> that wasn't her first uh, rodeo. Yeah, <laughs> if not, she's a product. Yeah, if not, she's a product. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, it, it's on our website at monsters.fm. That's monsters.fm. Can, can you stay for another segment? Absolutely. Right. I honestly don't see how her shorts aren't catching on fire. <laughs> All right. You're, you're listening to, to the Monsters of the Morning. All right. I'm calling. The, I'm calling. The... Uh, uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm calling the BS flag on this video, by the way. 
I'm throwing down the BS flag. That's not real. There's what are you talking about? There's, I'm agreeing with Russell. There is no way that she's able to ride that bull like that and not put, are you, hold it with her hands. Well, hold on. Are you watching the video? I'm yeah. watching the right, video. So the, so the fact that you're watching it, the video makes it real. It yeah. lo- no, it looks like it's CGI or you something. You think somebody with CGI. CGI, really? So what do you think? She's, oh, are she's, you serious? Is she one of the X-Men or something? Do you understand what, it, like, what CGI like, costs? Like she's got superpowers. Like, That's like, a really low-grade video, How though. could it's she? grainy. That's... That's she not got, it's easy to, to do on that. How on strong that. do her legs have to be has, to, to hold on to that like bowl Frank like that? Like you want to find out. Golden eye to squeeze you to death strong. Well, I don't want no part of that. <laughs> That's too much to handle, what, too cold what, to hold. Whatever, yeah, whatever she got, I could not handle because, Russ, uh, because she could break off any uh, appendage you have. Oh, yeah. Russ, uh, stick with the bull. It won't leave you. Oh, <laughs> oh God damn. Damn. Because it's oh. bolted to the floor. Because it's bolted <laughs> to the floor. And, oh. and, and it still could go. <laughs> Let's be honest. I've um, never seen a steel bull lawyer up. Now, Look at that. that uh, I, I wouldn't have brought it up if I didn't think it was an amazing feat of uh, an amazing performance. Is that real? Do you think that a woman could really do that? Or is that... Uh, what mis- mystifies you about that? Because, but a woman can have a baby. Question you can't buy that. A woman can squeeze a bowling ball out of her privates, I, but you but can't Jimmy, buy the fact that she can stay on a bull that's slinging around a little bit? Okay, guys, exactly. guys that stay on bulls like that are holding on to Listen it with her hands. She's, She's not, not even grabbing on the handle. Okay, just, right. She has nothing on her legs, okay. no, no shoes on. Except Look for at, Velcro or glue. I'm, I'm going to give you a series of videos to watch, and then at that point you will think that is a joke. Why? YouTube people are awesome. From 2012, 13, 14, and up until now, just YouTube that and understand everything you're seeing is actually being done by human beings. That at that oh, point yeah, will look like playing fake, like the popcorn with the cell phones. Yeah, you don't that, remember that? That was real. Yeah, but what I'm saying is most of that pop. stuff is real. It's extreme sports stuff, and it's so amazing you can't even. It defies gravity. They could film that in slow motion or super slow. With the bull and then sped up the video. Yeah. You and tell we could have oh. put a soundtrack over it. It's yeah, easy cool. to do. Absolutely. And we could have landed on the moon, too. I could do it with my phone. Yeah. Right sure. Now. You sure could. It, you, you would be able yeah. to notice okay, it. Yeah, just, if it was super slow, you could make her hair fly. Like, I legitimately right. cannot believe that you can't find that, that you th- don't think that's real. It's possible. Dude, it's, Are you bitten me? Look, the, the fact that it's staged, yes, it's staged. She's probably part of the show. She's probably a plant. Right. The guy's not trying to get her off the bull. This is all part of the show. This is, it's meant to be sensual. She probably works up the speed. She probably works at the casino. So she's just trying to get her off. Look at her legs, dude. You think look she's at her, just look at her done thighs. that so many what times that she knows exactly tool. where they are? Yeah. That's a show. Well, they might have a routine. They might have that's a routine. A, yeah. It might be like a stripper look routine. Look at the, watch the bull. Stuff. You're a DJ. Follow I mean, how, we've both done that. How often do you speed up songs on your 1200s to mix them? I'm not trying to get somebody off of a bull, though. But I'm just if saying, you're trying to film show. a video and make it look, you know, larger than life and real, then you film it at half speed or a little bit Dude, below, or you film it at normal speed and then speed yeah. it up a little, that's and, and then so re-record too. the song over it. Monsters.fm. That's as real. That's as real as it gets. I'm watching well, this with the audio yourself. off, and I don't get the impression that it's fake. I'll paycheck back you on that. Okay, so somebody like that, do you think she could crush a beer can with her with her legs? Absolutely, yes, without a doubt, right? Yeah, and watermelon. Well, if you haven't seen this, and blocks and a head. Oh, that'd be a good explode. Someone's soul. That'd be a good soul. trick is to see what she can uh, what she can squish with her legs. Who's? Because that's gonna be some uh, whoever. I got superpower. All right, Stephen Kripp, you had another whoever. story you wanted to, uh, you wanted to bring up. What was it? Oh, I mean, there's always crazy stuff going on. There's a. I thought this was interesting. A guy got a DUI in his Zamboni. <laughs> Are you serious? How do you do yes. this? We can try to Zamboni the, it was the neighborhood. The, it is the third known arrest for driving a Zamboni while intoxicated. Uh, now, you can, get, you can get arrested for a DUI on anything, right? Like on a horse? You can, uh, it can I mean, be, we've seen lawnmower. Lawnmower? We've, bike you can do. 
and apparently Zamboni. Although, if I'm thinking of any vehicle that is not dangerous yeah. or the least dangerous vehicle to operate, it's got to be Zamboni, right? Unless you get crushed under it. it. Yeah. If you, if you look, if you get, but that's like that scene in, in Austin Powers when the guy's holding up his hand. I mean, there's like it, – it moves at the speed of slow. Snail, yeah. Yeah. They probably needed some ice. I mean, maybe yeah. operating the machinery. The operator is probably in more danger than anybody around it. Was he on the on a public like public street, or was he inside of a, a no, hockey they, rink? They, they they only have them there. Like they stay off to the side. You well, basically just drive them out to the surface, and that's it, right? He was driving the Zamboni at a high school hockey game. Was driving erratically. The police were called. <laughs> this is in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh. And then <laughs> in the game, you got it. Oh, during the game, oh my during God. the game, oh. not even lines to veer That's, off of. And, he's still and it was three times the limit, so he was super oh. drunk. Oh, well, then he how, deserved it. How yeah. many years? That's pretty. Has gangster. this guy been oh. sitting, getting fired. drunk, waiting for the halftime or whatever the quarter to end, period to end, and getting out there? That's, nobody will know. That's so gangster. That's funny. Blanket. I kids. thought he was on the road. Now, yeah, and I was now, like, dude, you're going to notice you driving a Zamboni you, down the road. You guys on your legal skills picked up something. Since the guy was not on a, um actual road or highway mm-hmm. or public road, right. then he probably is not going to be guilty of DUI and under North Dakota law. Hey, hey, okay, so he was on a private rink, uh, so he's probably okay, but he did lose his yeah, job. North Dakota you, laws. So a lot of people might not realize this. What, what is the average cost of uh, a DUI? Great question, uh, When I took driving school, they – I mean, they – they tell you it's a fortune. They said like fourteen thousand dollars for a DUI. I thought the average was ten. Yeah, like an average of ten to twelve grand, uh, counting insurance, getting your license back, fighting it in court, you know, paying your fine. And is that something you should get an attorney for, or you handle all that yourself? Yeah. Oh, so if you Absolutely. get a DUI, if you get a DUI, you get a lawyer, and it usually always it usually costs between ten to fifteen. No, no, not for the lawyer. They're, they just say I'm, total. Hold total. on. First off. I'm talking about what they say in driving school. So right. I don't know how they verify there that or come up with that number. I don't know that it's that expensive to get a DUI. And hiring a lawyer is a you know a minimal portion of that, frankly. So you're telling me that when you go to traffic school, you don't pay attention to the washed-up comic who's giving it? <laughs> Wait, you actually go to traffic school? Nah, they have online. that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, are so you doing that now? Is that no, part of the stand-up no, that's thing? Just, that's so, a, the comedy, maybe that's the next frontier the comedy stand-up, barbecue sauce. The comedy's traffic schools are always the, these washed-up comics who are there in their corduroy blazers, and they're terrible. So the $10,000 would include the attorney and then the cost of the DUI and all that? Like I said, if they say $14,000, no? the attorney's a very small portion of that. What they're factoring is... Increased insurance costs. Yeah. When you do, you've got to take a bunch of classes. You've got to take a victim's awareness class if mm-hmm. you wind up, you know, getting convicted or whatever. Lots of you've money got to, from work. You've got to do. You've got to take another class. You've got to do DUI counseling, and you may get different levels of that. And if you drive professionally, you'll lose your job. Or you can lose your yeah. job. Yeah. My yeah. dad won't even come near a bottle of whiskey uh, or near a drink when he's. He just doesn't believe in drinking out because he, you know, he's a professional so, driver and it's his, it's his uh, livelihood. Tomorrow, I night. think it actually costs less than fourteen thousand dollars for sure. Um, but you know they've got those numbers from somewhere. What's that? Look? Now the risk is huge though, because I mean, if you happen to be doing that and then something goes wrong and you actually hurt somebody, oh, then yeah, you got real done. consequences. Yeah, tomorrow now I was talking. We're Seriously. heading up with a couple of friends. My wife and I we're taking our first Uber. I'm gonna Uber, yeah, yeah, because it's like look, because I, I know have a beer too as I'm judging. Yeah, it'll yeah. make the comics fun- funnier. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I know oh, it makes yeah. everything funnier. <laughs> you know, celebrate, have some drinks, and even now, like I'm, I, we live in the east side of Orlando, so it's you know 10, 15 minutes or whatever. But you get a three. How bad would it suck? And I know people are listening right now that have had those three. 
three beers mm-hmm. and perfectly oh, yeah. fine. Oh. But, but you blow you blow over legal limit. Well, also, driving too, buzz is illegal. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you get an Uber, to, you know, down there, you don't have to worry about parking. Exactly. Yeah, they right. just drop but, you yeah. off and you go to you know. Yeah, buzz driving is drunk driving. But huh. I wanted to ask you something else. You know, there's a Facebook photograph going around uh, that I've seen on my feed now. I think it's been reposted like two or three times of a guy at a police checkpoint. Uh-huh. Right. Oh yes. Yeah, and he's at the checkpoint. And he refuses to let the police check anything. What he's doing is he holds a piece of paper uh, and his driver's license against the window. And the paper says, I do not submit to a checkpoint or a check. And this is my driver's license. I want my attorney. And that's all it says. I want my attorney. I did not. I do not submit to a check. And then he holds his license up. He's not trying to conceal his identity. I'm not trying to conceal anything. There's the information where I live, my DL number, everything like that, my full name, where I'm from. But I'm just not going to let you in my car because I don't have to. Call my attorney. Is that true? I think it's an attorney that's doing it, too. It, is. it may be. Any, I know yeah. he may be trying to prove a point, but I don't know what that's about or how valid it well, is. Well, I mean, th- frankly, in that scenario, let's say that you were concerned about DUI. Let's say you had maybe right. two or three beers, and you were concerned that maybe you were on that fringe where it could go either way. And you don't want that. you don't want evidence to come in. You know, the moment that you roll down the window and you start talking, there's evidence. Yeah, because the smell a lot of, of your breath. dashboard video. The officer can talk about how they observed your eyes or your your speech, whether you're thick-tongued, whether you're speaking clear or And that slurred. goes back to anything you're said can be used against you. Exactly. And then, obviously, once it becomes a DUI investigation, a criminal investigation instead of a traffic investigation, and then they ask you to do a field sobriety test, well, you know, that that's on video. That's very persuasive a lot of times in front of a jury. And that comes in. And then, of course, when you go ahead and you take your breathalyzer, first off, you sit in a room for 15, 20 minutes, and you're observed. And they, you know, then the report comes in. you got a second officer who says, I observed you know, Jim's gait, and it was, it was compromised. It was wobbly. Yeah, exactly. And he lost balance three times, and he fell against the wall and had to stabilize himself with his hands. And his eyes were red, and his, he was thick-tongued, yeah. and he was, you know, his face was flushed. Sure. Sanguine. And... All that stuff comes in. So what? the only thing I can imagine is that this guy is thinking, I don't want any evidence to come in. And, and, and again, a lot of people say, well, the reason why I don't submit to the breathalyzer is with alcohol. I mean, if they put you in the tank, now they they're automatically get your license suspended for a year, but you won't have the DUI. You will have to deal with not having a license for a year, maybe even a worker's permit. And the other thing about that was um, uh, people would say when you get pulled over for a DUI like that, um, can you can you deny – uh, what's the word? What's the? Can you? Uh, I can't refuse. think of it. it was, yeah, it was refused to take the breathalyzer, but there was something else. On the license, if, if you, yeah. it's informed consent, and if you refuse to take it, then you wind up possibly losing your license. You can challenge that through uh, an administrative hearing with the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, and you can go in there, and you can a lot of times, you know, argue to have that removed so that you don't have your license suspended. And the basis for that is you say, well, the stop wasn't legitimate in the first place. There was no basis to oh. pull me over for DUI true. because I was driving fine and there was no indication that I was DUI. True or not true, every time you get pulled over, you're actually under arrest. False. False? I mean, if it, arrest is arrest is a scale. So obviously formal arrest and booking is when you are handcuffed and you're placed in the back of the police car and you're transported to jail and then they take the mug uh, the mug shot and your you're photo booked. the whole process yeah, you're booked that's obviously a clear form of arrest the other form of arrest is if you're not free to leave and frankly if you take that interpretation as you're not free to leave the moment you're pulled over you're under arrest but you know you you can be released or it can be made clear that you are formal. free to go yeah. so anytime you're not free to go you're under arrest angel you, said you had some questions on the texting service 
Uh, this one's coming on the text messaging, uh, Real Mobile 77031. Ask Steve, I've been separated for uh, my ex for seven years. I've never filed divorce. How do I find out if uh, if we are still married? You're still married. <laughs> Dude, have you never? I mean, it, Wait, wow. Wow. Did, did you just bury your head in the sand for seven years? And won't well, just go away, 90, huh? 95%. See ya. He wants to find out. Or, Hold on for a second. Would there be a way for him to find out if she's filed and got a divorce? Or Well, here's what can Russ, happen. How did you text that and do the show? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you pick your it phone up. crazy. That was ninja, dude. Good he did it with his toes. <laughs> you, he could hypothetically be divorced because here's what can happen. How? All right, let's say that you need to get a divorce and you're... <laughs> And your He's wife or spouse? Plenty. He's got plenty. Not you, not you, Russ. You, you Jeff, need okay. to get a divorce. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Okay, and your your wife disappears. Mm-hmm. She drops off the face of the planet. She, you know, packs up a U-Haul, disappears one day, and you can't oh. find her. Right. We still want to get a divorce because now you're getting married again. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I got you. And you can't find her. Well, normally when you file a lawsuit, you got to get the other person served. Right. right. You guys are familiar with that. <laughs> okay, so. I, I, next I, I subject. Had, I had heard, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I had heard was. <laughs> okay. So if you can't serve that person, <laughs> then, it's di- <laughs> then it's difficult to proceed with the divorce. Uh-huh. Right. So I can't even can, But you still want to be able to get that divorce. So you have what's called constructive service. I got you. All right. And that is you, have, you do a skip trace, you do a search. You mail it. You do all these steps, you, and then you file an app, and you say, David, and you say, look, I searched everywhere. We yeah. can't find her. And then you go in front of the court. You put it in the newspaper. You say, you know, you put notice in the newspaper, and you say, judge, we looked for her. We did everything we could do. We put notice in the newspaper, mm. and judge says, all right, well, she's constructively served, and then you go ahead and I've gone to all the popular shallow graves. Yeah. So you could be divorced but not even know it? Hypothetically, you could, but ninety-five percent that guy is still married. He's still married. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. When that's not, I represented a guy that had been married for thirty years. Yeah. And had been separated for twenty-nine of them. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, we heard about. Yeah, you told us that case yeah, before. Exactly. What did it happen? Well, you know, he's a guy that was fifteen years. He's holding thing. out hope that uh, the spark is going to come back around. No, yeah. it was just they'd separated, her, gone their own ways in life. They hadn't talked in twenty-nine years or whatever, and they'd almost forgotten about it. And neither of them got remarried, so it was never an issue. You know, when it becomes an issue, money. money. Uh-uh. Death, death, yeah. because a spouse gets an elective share. Uh-huh. They get, they get a piece of your estate. Money, okay. yeah, exactly. Money, money. Well, and then, and then everybody's been out of shape because you know this person who's been gone for thirty years comes in and claims a, a decent piece of the I've estate. I've been myself into shape. <laughs> you what? I'm doing a Russ joke. My apologies. <laughs> you said been out of shape. Russ has been himself into, into shape. shape. Oh, yes. I'm in that better shape true. now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. In fact, I, you're you're stepping it up now, right? Oh, uh, well, thanks to Bloggy Molly. Bloggy Molly. Pick up the microphone real quick. What happened? Stepping it up. Dancing, too. She, so I'm sitting oh, did you go to dancing class with him yesterday? No. Dan- I'll tell you about dancing in a second. I'm sitting there. It was uh, my birthday thing, well, and, and Bloggy dance. Molly mm-hmm. came, and um, somebody who's sitting next to me says uh, something about, well, you know, you're losing too much weight or something. And and she pops up and tell him what you said. I said you should start working out. <laughs> She's like, you need to start working with weights. And she, she wasn't saying anything. She was you don't just want to get too small, right? That's right. what she said. You don't want to be too small. You don't want to look like a bobblehead. Well, thanks to you, I'm going to get a trainer now. And uh, and, and, uh, and what do you up. have against dance, Jimmy? Huh? I'm sorry. What do you have against dance? On oh, my dance what, class. Oh, what, no. made, what led you to believe that I had something against dance? Well, Jimmy's when you of... were berating Russ for for his dance. Just... Oh no no, it's just because it's gay. <laughs> Jesus. Just that part. <laughs> Only it's a, gay people dance, it's a fun, obviously. It's a fundraiser for kids. If it's, it's, a, if it's a joke, it's okay, right? Yeah. 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 Everything's fine. A la Delirious right, and right. Raw. All right. Well, Russ Kramer. is a fundraiser. I'm a fundraiser. <laughs> it's onefirmforlife.com. Stephen Kramer, thank you for coming in, sir.
Thank you guys for having me. All right, have a good day. All right, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Man, your 80s crazy today, Giant. This is the end. Oh, man. Not. Who's this? Even, it's Adele. Who's this? It's Adele, but why would they remix Adele? this? This song is so good. Oh, wait till they flip it up. Let it go. They've, uh, Skyfall. Beautiful song. They've remixed everything, haven't they? Oh, yeah. I have this weird fascination to uh, what's called uh, trap music. And so there's this guy. Uh, trap Nation? Imanos. And he does these crazy trap music. And the remix is it's the beat that you're hearing now. This is kind of like South Florida kind of. Uh, uh, let's listen for the drop. Yeah. And so they, he does. He's one of the better guys that does it. But, I mean, it sounds very similar to other. It, it has a big drop here. Okay. Rolling in your box Chevy, sitting on 32s, and you're pumping that. That's kind of cool. Now, if, if, uh, if you were listening to the Phillips file yesterday, Jim Phillips was talking about whether uh, Angel, when he was DJing, if he could do that song, uh, Ain't Gonna Bump No More with No Big Fat Woman, if he could throw that in there, it would still, or maybe remix it or whatever, if it would uh, it would go over good. And Angel said, uh, for sure, said uh, it, would, it would work without a, without a doubt. Yeah. He would know. He's the Angel of Boom. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Now the Angel of Boom's going to bring you Monster Sports. Yeah. Trying to mix it real quick. Nothing better than watching me and Traffic listening to a trap remix of Dirt on My Shoulders. And or Dirt fl- Off and, My Shoulders. And flipping people off. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking a cigar in my Camry and some uh, uh, two young urban gentlemen pull up next to me and look over. And you can see them looking for my kid in my car. <laughs> like, who's actually listening? Who's that oh, old man? Cracker ass cracker. <laughs> That's funny. All right, my it's friends, happened to me a hundred times, I swear <laughs> it. My friends over at Tropical Ford, they're doing a pre-spring sale abrasion. Ooh. New 2014 Focus is built just right from $14,995. America's favorite pony, the 2015 Mustang from only $23,995. They have the best selection of Explorers in town, starting at $28,495 for 2015 models. Tropical Ford has over 300 new Fords ready to call your house home. And remember, Tropical Ford is your home of the free lifetime oil change. Tropical Ford is located two miles south of Florida Mall on Orange Blossom Trail in beautiful South Orlando. This is what we call the dog days of sports. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I guess the start of spring uh, training. Spring training is uh, next week. Uh, Pitchers and catchers uh, uh, start reporting. No basketball right now. Uh, Basketball still. They still got the rest of the week off. I think, what, Sunday's probably the first game? Uh, Friday's first game back. But that's the first time they've taken a proper, really long, long, much longer break than normal. Yeah, this is uh, so they can get their steroid on and then then come back for, uh, you know, the second part of the season. Don't they call this the LeBron break now? Because he was the one who who lobbied to the NBA to have this entire week off. Yeah, because. And they gave it to Gazim. Yeah, because the All-Stars, they're. Playing the whole playing the, they're season, doing the whole weekend. Then they're playing every single night, and then they had to be back on work on Monday. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. so and, and think about football. Football takes a week off every time. These mm-hmm. guys are playing back to back games. Yeah, right. so they need the break. College basketball is going, but Kentucky is pretty much the dominant story there. That's they awesome. Last night. Yeah, they played last night. Um, it was close till halftime uh, yeah. versus Tennessee, and then. 
Tennessee in the second half, uh, they were only able to muster up 17 points. Man. Uh, meanwhile, the, again, we're, this is all leading up to uh, the March, uh, March Madness. Madness right? But if you want to watch a pretty fun, dynamic team, the Kentucky Wildcats <laughs> right now are the team to watch. Now, now, what do, is it, do you want to see a bunch of kids under 19 dominate? Exactly, you? just wreck it. <laughs> do you love uh, March Madness? Is that, uh, I do. I, yeah. Actually, I, and I like college. My, my only, I, the only takeaway I would say is that the way that uh, college basketball has gone, I, I don't like the one and dones. I think it's devalued the regular season for college basketball. Please, please go backwards for me for a second. The one and dones, what does that mean? Oh, uh, you got freshmen and sophomores. All they got to do is play one year college basketball, and they're jumping to the NBA. Oh, okay. And they, so what it's done is it's taken the emphasis off of the tradition of some of these teams, and now you watch the the, the games for the coaches. You watch for the Rick Patinos. You watch for the Shusheskis. You watch for these guys. Whereas before, I could I could tell you the starting five for the Tar Heels and the first five off Michigan. the bench. I could tell you all those guys, and now I don't know the players anymore. I just know the coaches. So right. the NBA commissioner is changing that because it is kind of perceived that it's one and done, but it's. 19 years old. You have to be 19. Uh, I believe it's 19 to get I into think, the yeah. NBA. But they're changing that to 20, so that would, yep. you know. So the really that. good players will play one year, and then they get picked up to be professional. Right, yeah. and then the, and here's the thing. Okay. All right, so you're 19 or you're 20, and you've come to the NBA. The very few guys, body-wise, just right. built-wise, are ready to play against grown-ass men. There's, right. all, there's only been a handful of guys who've stepped in and been able to play from like, day one. Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett yeah. he's not, one. Not, not even, but if you look back his freshman year, he didn't do anything. I mean, I, I mean, excuse me, yeah, his, his rookie year in, in the NBA, but he was the first. The only real guys to make a splash were LeBron. Tracy came right out of the... Uh, but he didn't do anything for until, like, basically three years later. Yeah, yeah, right. but, uh, See, a lot of these guys are coming out after one year of college. Yeah, they're, getting the, they're getting the big payday, yeah. but they're sitting on the bench for three years. That's three years you could have been playing in college and developing yeah, your but, game. But three Dwight... years they could have gotten injured in college. Yeah, but you know what? Then, that, that's a know. smaller chance than people say. That. We deal with that with volleyball all the time because my daughter plays clubs. She already has a deal. Uh-huh. And people are like, why would you let her play if she already has a deal? Yeah, I, wanted, you... I asked you that because but I thought, stay... well, what if she gets hurt? But the problem is staying in shape and uh-huh. staying accurate to your skill level. Level with your particular set of uh, skills for your your sport, mm-hmm. it's so much more valuable than the little bit of chance you have for getting injured because it's still really small chance of you getting hurt, especially yeah. in a non-impact sport like volleyball. The biggest thing is money, and and what happens is you get into, especially in the NBA, there's only 13, 14 players on team. If you get in there with the wrong organization, You're stuck. You, you could screw your entire career. Right. And uh, Kobe Bryant had, I don't know if you were going to mention that, the interview last night, he did a big uh, interview. Yeah. Uh, hour long, really interesting. Obviously, he was one of the most famous for coming out of high school, but he scored nine points a game the first year. Did it make yeah. you like him more? Or? Loved him. Really? Well, I what really people don't realize is how smart he is. Super smart, very methodical. Obsessive to a point that I've never seen. But that's just his. That's his key to success. Everybody yes. has a different key to be successful. Some people have to be that way. Some <laughs> people have to. You know what I'm saying? Well, with Kobe, it's way different though because you can get out talented or outworked. He's going to do both. Right. He has superior talent and a superior work ethic, and that's why he's the Mamba. Yeah, and the beginning part was all the All-Stars talking about him, like in personal stories. And every single one had a story where he just outworked them. Uh, he was, uh, uh, John Wall, who's one of my favorite players, goes, man, my first rookie year, I go up and I block Kobe, uh-huh. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. A teammate grabs it, kicks it out to him. He steps four feet behind the three-point line, hits a three-point shot, and goes, the plane, the plane over, boy. <laughs> You know, just you know, just t- tons of stories like that, and he is going to go down as one of the greatest. Yeah. No and doubt those are, about it. Those are people saying good stuff about him who probably don't care for him as a person, right? 
Yeah. But you just can't ignore the guy's ability. Yeah. Showed him at practice talking, you know, motivating his players and saying some pretty Man. crazy stuff to him. And he's like, look, if they want to win, this is the only way I know how to win. And, and yeah, some, that's his key. Yeah, some yeah. leaders are uncomfortable with making people upset at them. I'm perfectly fine with that. That guy could be anybody he wanted. If you give me a choice of three basketball players to put the ball on the hand up to win a game at any level, any time during the basketball, the history of the game, it's him, Jordan, or Bird. He, for three years, he would go after the game. And watch the entire full game play <laughs> oh, by play man. after the game with, yeah. with the X's and O's guys' text. It's a really inspiring story. That's a Letterman theory, right? Mm-hmm. It's over 10 years, Letterman, every time, right after they cut the show, all the writing staff would go to the office and watch the show they just cut so that Dave could lose his S on how bad it was. <laughs> uh, some NFL news that's pretty cool. Uh, there's a company that has stepped up. Uh, NFL is uh, 12 months a year, uh, 12 months out of the year now. They don't t- take a season off, even though it seems like that. The folks at D. Young Entertainment have come up with new designs for NFL helmets. Uh, they're submitting them to... Uh, to the NFL to see if uh, what if the NFL would take on the looks. Is this for concussions? Every year they do this. This, this is for the thing? helmets. Exactly. No, this is just new logo oh, looks just and look. everything. Yeah. Um, that's what the Dolphin helmet would look like. Um, Seattle's right there. I just sent the link over to Amanda and um, see what. Awesome. Yeah. So again, and the, but more than anything, like Carlos, I think what you were going to say is. They're not going to change no. the logos, but this is a cool little story to keep you talking about the NFL even right. during the offseason. So. But they should take they should adopt what the NBA has done. The NBA, you're wearing six, seven different jerseys throughout the season. Right. Well, they do that. They, they do They do the throwback jerseys. That's true. They do that, yeah. not, but not as much. I, like, I yeah. like the throwback jersey thing. I think it's cool. I love the Bumblebee ones for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I think they're, they're cool. They're, yeah. they're hideous on television, but I think they just look so cool. They should do throwback helmets. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Leatherheads. Um, just uh, this guy uh, um, with him uh, stepping in it. He just keeps losing and losing and losing. Warren Sapp. Oh, again? Uh-oh. What do he do now? All right. So not only has he lost um, he the lost NFL his... Network job. Yeah. Not only has he lost the Bud Light gig. Uh-huh. He also lost his most recent endorser. It's a company called Safa, which they made uh, mouthpieces that guys were using in the NFL. Uh-huh. And they've uh, w- effectively immediately severed the relationship with Warren Sapp. Because of the hooker for, thing? Uh, yeah, for picking up a hooker. I think the hooker thing, they just have used that as an excuse to get rid of him. Yeah. I think at this you know, point, you like, might okay. be correct. Because there's other guys that got caught get... up in this just yeah. recently. Greg Anthony being one. And nothing happened. And no one's severing business ties with uh, Greg. He's and, just under the radar yeah. and, and got out of sight with this guy. It's like, okay, so we many got things are coming out yeah. of yeah. Nobody really cares that he was with a hooker. It was just like, well, you know, that's a good reason to get rid of Warren Sapp. Because yeah. he hasn't been uh, easy to work with. And then uh, as we were talking earlier uh, – Baseball starting here real soon. Spring training's up. Uh, uh, catchers and pitchers show up in the next week or so. Alex Rodriguez oh, yeah, made a issued a formal apology. Now he it was a handwritten, a handwritten note, yeah, a note, and he put it on his Facebook. So it, it wasn't like he typed it. it you know, he, he wrote it out <laughs> by hand, which is weird. And, 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 it's in, and uh, is there anyone that's still a fan of this guy? I would. I, if you're still a fan of Alex Rodriguez, I want you to explain yourself. Well, I'm not a fan of his handwriting because it was difficult to read. Was it cursive? It's cursive. Yeah, dude, yeah. Right here, look. He didn't print it. It was in cursive, uh, which is. Uh, like, dude, it's a. If you're posting it on Twitter, why would you not go ahead and just make it a? I, that was my question. Why? Why did he do it? Handwritten. I guess he felt it would seem more personal if he did that. Was that the the yes. idea? Uh, more than likely. So, but he basically stepped up, uh, apologized for his role in Biogenesis. This is basically his way of trying to work himself back into the good graces. It's not going to happen with the Yankees, uh-huh. but depending of just in baseball in general, because more or less when he walks from baseball, there's probably not a team that's going to commemorate him. Baseball is not going to commemorate him. No Hall of Fame for him, right? 
he might sneak in. Uh, I, mean, I mean, years and years and years well, from the, now. They owe him 60 mil, and he. Uh, and that's what he's, he's trying four, to save. He's 40 years old, and he really can't play anymore. I mean, he hasn't played professional baseball in two years. Mm. You can't lay out. Uh-huh. Imagine not doing this for two years and then stepping back in the studio and trying to hang with people who have been doing it for two years yeah. at this level. How far behind would you be? Oh, yeah, bunch, I mean, yeah. I don't care what level of athlete you are. You have to practice. There are only a few guys ever that can step back into a game at that level and still be effective, and he's just not going to be one of them. Yeah, so this is all calculated on his behalf. He's just trying to, again, protect the money that he still has due, uh, owed to him. He's going to try to compete on some level and keep his position he, at, on the And apparently the, the kid they have at third base is a baller. Exactly. I mean, the guy they brought in to replace him is, is good. That Jeter thing got to him. I think he saw that whole farewell yeah. tour, and he was like, oh, he's, he's not going to get that. that. He wished it could, it, that he could have gotten and that. I think, never I think Kobe is doing some of that, too. I think he's, because a lot of people don't like Kobe, yeah. and I think he's trying to make sure, I'm a nice guy, because I want to get that farewell but tour. But he didn't cheat. That's the problem. For sure, for people, sure. I think it, people can appreciate well, a, uh, uh, yeah. just a vicious competitor. What people can uh, will stand is a cheater. And uh, Kobe, you can say whatever you want about him, but he was a vicious competitor. And at the end of the day, that's what you appreciated watching that's him true. on the court. That's supposed to be freak, freak out. You know, they're retiring Andy Pettit's jersey. Mm. Andy Pettit's one of the guys that got caught up in the middle of that whole biogenesis thing and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied. And they're retiring and, his and jersey. And that guy's about to retire his jersey because he never got convicted. He never really kind of no, fessed up No, but the difference, uh, here's the thing. The di- and P- and Pettit didn't lie. That's the thing. That's what Pettit gets props for, and that's why no, everyone— he did lie. He, 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 no. lied about it. he tried to throw his, uh, one of the— uh, one of the No, no, no. The, in the process of him being honest about it, he implicated uh, Roger Clemens, but that's why he, he didn't lie. When he got caught, he was like, hey, yeah, yeah I did do PDs. And that's how Robert, uh, uh, Roger Clemens gets uh, pulled into the story. He got forced into that though, didn't he? Angel? Didn't no, he the front. He was the whole thing was him. Again, no, that's the re- that's the reason he gets the pass because he when he got called so. out on it, he admitted to it right off the bat. Alex didn't do it. Roger yeah. didn't do it. All these other guys that fought, fought till the end and got put in positions to tell the truth. Right. That's why people don't give them a pass. That's why Andy Pettit is going to get his jersey retired. Alex this, isn't. All this doesn't matter. Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> No, that's true. all that matters. The hardest working guy to ever play the game of baseball is not in the Hall of Fame. That's true. How, how close are we to uh, to the heavyweight champion of the world being an American? I mean, is that happening? I know, I know that we talked about this uh, a couple I, I, weeks ago. Actually, we're working on the interview with him, so I don't know what, what his. I'll find out when his next fight is. What's but the name again? Not, uh, the guy, uh, mm. Morley. Yeah, sure. Something like that. He needs a name we can remember. <laughs> he is a beast. Big looking beast, and he and he wants to take Big on. Big looking beast. That's the heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. American and he, heavyweight and he wants right to take now. on the Russian Klitschko. I know Klitschko. that guy's who hasn't fought in forever, right? Well, there's uh, two of them. There's two of them. Well, two the brothers. one, the, yeah, well, one of the going... brothers is retired, and that, so oh, the okay. other guy's got the uh, the belts right now. So he's got the belts, and he hasn't really defended them. No. no. Well, no he's one... fought. He, but all his fights are in Europe, and we barely uh, hear about them. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> and then that's uh, Monster Sports, brought to you by again by Tropical Ford. Thanks, buddy. I, I, yeah. I will tell you this: there was a time where both brothers uh, held the yeah. heavyweight championship. Uh-huh. And I watched them. I had HBO Showtime at that time, and I watched their fights all the time. And I will tell you this, uh, white guy heavyweights, most boring boxing. Boring? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, the, the, the one guy, the, the guy that is the champ now. The, it's the, probably the, Vladimir, the, I believe. Vladimir. Yeah. He's the one that's married to Hayden Panettiere. Right. Uh, and, and so he's not thinking. I saw some story there. They were so he's really not thinking about fighting now or whatever, but he's still the champ. Yeah, uh, they've been around for a long time. It's not oh, like a long you know. time. Yeah. yeah. All right, 407 916 1041. You're listening to the Mantras of the Morning. Jeff Howe, you'll be at House of Blues.
was on Thursday night on the patio out front, 4 to uh, 4 to 9, and then Friday and Saturday we'll be in the restaurant from 10.30 to 1. Come and see us, my full blues band. All right, 407-916-1041 or toll-free, it's 1-888-978-1041. So yesterday I went to my, um, uh, the, the dance rehearsal thing. I saw your video, man. Oh, you said that's an old, yeah. That was an old one? I thought you just put it up. Well, I did just put it up. That was from the last time that I went. Uh, yesterday was a little bit better. So you but, can get better than that? Uh, yeah, believe it or not, I can get better than that. Uh, and, and, and my dance partner, Abby, she was like really sick. Like, really, really sick. So we didn't go through it that many times. And she's like, okay, well, we'll just do it. We'll double up next week. So really, I don't really, I basically don't know what I'm doing. Dude, that's And I'm not a good. week out before, because next Saturday is when the uh, Next thing Saturday? Is. It's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Dude, you better get that been... dance floor and start practicing, because you, you, you do not want to make a fool of yourself for the kid. <laughs> you know what I found out, too? I'm a little disappointed. Uh oh, she she has a boyfriend, right? No, 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 not that. Oh, no, 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 no. Goodness gracious, good lord! No, 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 no. All that dancing for nothing. No, 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 no. Not breaking that. Breaking it down, doing this, doing that, freaking boyfriend. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. I found out that I, you know, okay. The, uh, the only other celebrity that that I thought you know I could beat. You know, uh, in this whole dance competition, uh-huh. was the Orlando Magic fat guy, right? You yeah. know, and I'm like, okay, well, I got my sight set on him. Like, yeah. at least I can beat the right. Orlando Magic fat guy. I guess he went to a practice and it was hard or something, and uh, he now is just going to be a judge. <laughs> so, so now I'm the only fat guy <laughs> in the whole damn thing. So your competition is now judging you. Well, I know. I, well, yes. Now the competition is judging me. Like all the all the the. You know, other so, celebrities are judging. And who it's, who's a, who else is competing? Miss Florida is uh, against me, and I know she'll kick my ass. Right. right? I uh, mean, everybody knows Miss Florida can dance. Uh, yes. That's a common known fact. Uh, well, you know, women can dance. Well, and they usually have dance training. That yeah, for sure. Thing, you for know, sure. So. Right. So who else? We got uh, maybe I'm, some uh, they, TV anchors. We got some other radio people. Maybe some athletes. We got a ton of golfers in town. I didn't recognize any of the other names. Uh, I think one guy's a realtor, and he's got his uh, face on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's um you this might have, have a chance man. no i don't know but he can really dance though and they're like taking it all serious they said this one guy oh, you, you see the other people no they were i was i was i was maybe eavesdropping as they were talking about the other people uh-huh. and i guess this one guy he comes in and he comes in with his computer uh-huh. and he's got like split screen of like the way it, he's supposed to dance and then he videotapes himself, himself and see. he and he checks with the, and i'm like what you should be doing no, I, I'm dude. This is the, has all the qualities of an '80s movie. I this is the montage part. This is where you go in and you, and you and you practice and you get in front of the mirror uh-huh. and you just dance your little butt off. Yeah, yeah. Dance yeah. like no one's yeah, watching. You go into the black section of town uh-huh. and say. Can y'all teach me how to dance? <laughs> Come over here, boy. Yeah. We're going to show you yeah. how to break it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I I'm just it. having a problem just remembering, like, you know, where to put my feet and stuff. And, I mean, it's just uh, uh, you look, uh You look frazzled. You I, When I walked in today, I know it's on the top of your mind, right? The like, dance thing? Yes. I mean, I was thinking about the fact that we've only won uh, a couple run-throughs, and I got it next week, and uh, and there's supposed to be three or four hundred people there, and um, I'm going to look like a complete no. You'll dude. do fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's absolutely right. You don't even need to practice. Like just wing oh, it. Just wing it. You know what? Just go in there and like before this dance starts, you look out in the audience and you're like, "Hey guys, 
Uh, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> um, judge me how you will. Uh, I asked. I said, Music. I said, can we change this then to where it's maybe by applause? You know, if we do by applause. Yeah, you might have a big chance. I can ham it, it up. Yeah. Do, you don't want to do that because what if Bill the realtor uh-huh. is a top dog realtor, right? Yeah. And he invites all of his former clients and the office. And there it is. I just got to dance. I don't know the moves yet, but I'm going to start breaking it down. And I ain't leaving this this dance studio until I take it to the limit. Let's dance. One, two, one, two, one, two. Kick my Get leg. Get your little leg warmers, a little headband. Uh, uh, I'm not leaving here. I know the floor is dripping sweat. I'm slipping. But what's your uh, girl's name? Uh, no, well, it's Abby. Abby. Abby is the... Uh... Abby, I freaking love you. <laughs> Stop. I don't know why. It always comes by. Abby, if you teach me, I'll tell you this. If you break it down, you teach me how to dance. Move by move, step by step. Every single style, I will marry you. (laughs) Would you stop it? Stop it. Oh, you're killing Angel over there. He's about to die. Uh, No, 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 no. no, I promise. (laughs) She was just a dance partner. Yeah. It always starts that way, Russ. Oh, ba- baby was just a dance yeah. partner at one uh, point. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, okay, in order to okay, in order to wash off all this uh, this dancing uh, stuff, I'm going to have to do something after I'm done with you make this. It sound like you got cooties or something. What's yeah. going well, on? Well, I'm just saying to balance it all out. I think I'm going to have to do some MA, MMA fighting or something. Oh, with Seth. look at you, man! Or, 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 tra- <laughs> or train or do some like uh, muscle building. That uh, that comment got to you, huh? huh? The muscle comment. Uh, yeah, I did. I'll be honest with you. When Bloggy Molly looked at me, and it was my birthday. Birthday, right? I'm thinking 50th birthday, and she looked at me. She goes, "You're gonna have to start working out and lift some weights." She called you a bobblehead. Did you see? Did you hear that? I, I, she totally just uh, that slid under the radar. I, 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 I have because you've said that. I've hired a trainer. Good. You need to. Don't become a bobblehead. Uh, wow. <laughs> now wait a second. What is? We just uh, fast forwarded past the part that Russ hired a trainer. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, no, no, no. If Jimmy was only here to. All right. Now, obviously, uh-huh. this is a very tough, manly trainer who is, knows how to do weights. Obviously, Russ. Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, it, well, knows how to do weights for sure. It's not Danny. Trainer. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's no. not Danny trainer. No. Well, here, here, no. Here, here's, there's the back of my trainer. Russ Ray Rollins. What is, well, you don't think you don't think a female trainer can work out? <sighs> no, I, I know female oh, I trainers wanna... can work out. Yeah, um... I just want to start you on fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? So you got a female dance partner. Uh-huh. You got a female trainer. Uh, I like... Hey, look. I like the ladies. What are you going to do? <laughs> really? Just don't marry him. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat around the bush anymore, Russ. Yeah. Just don't marry him. Well, you can't marry two people at once, anyway. That's a, ridiculous, there was a, way you... that's a ridiculous statement. <laughs> uh, you sound like you're offended. Like you wouldn't try to figure out a loophole or something. Yeah. No, no, he was. That was one of his questions for Kramer. Was, yeah. uh, question: How many times can you be married at the same time? No, I'm trying wanna... to call up Guinness and break some stuff. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Russ Ray Rollins. Look, you know, I, I, I imagine too, like a female trainer probably won't. It won't be as tough as if it was a guy, right? And right. what's the point of training if yeah. you ain't gonna get somebody to bust your butt? I just want some side boob on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm trying to get is side boob on the shoulder, <laughs> middle of the back. <laughs> <laughs> Spot me. <laughs> oh, side boob, side boob, side boob. One eighty. Hell yeah! Don't you gotta stretch a lot when you're training? And yeah, all that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, 
Hey, I got to whip myself in shape. Look, Bloggy Molly called me out and said I needed uh, you know, to, to pump it up. You do. Pump it up. <laughs> She's 5K machine over here. I know. Well, I told her, I would, I told her also, too, uh, I would do a 5K with her. Yep, you're going to do your one-on-one with me. That's right. Yep. What, what's a one? I bet we walk, we walk one run, mile? No. Run one mile? Minute. Oh, minute. You're, you're going to do that? You're going to run a minute, stop a minute? walk run a minute. I can run do that. A, yes. Yeah. All right. I'll even give you my playlist. Oh, no, I can't listen to your playlist, I'm sure. It's offshoot, B-side, Star Wars. No, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't listen and, uh, to the uh, the theme from Star Wars and, <laughs> no, and uh, Doctor Who and yeah. whatever fast else you do. so I can run fast. Oh, really? Okay, what fast stuff do you play uh, for your... Like, I have Pitbull. I would never buy a Pitbull record, but I will run to Pitbull because I don't like him. You, Pitbull loves you? I know, but <laughs> I don't Her like playlist him. for running is a lot of this. Yeah. I can run to that. I can run to that. I want to hey, I want to hey, I want to hey, I want to I'm going to marry my trainer in my desk wonder one day. I don't want you to hurt your feet or anything. I know a female shoe saleswoman. That's fine. Anyway, yeah. I can run to Toby Keith, can I? I don't have to listen to your... You can run to whatever you want. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Oh, and I've got that walk thing coming up, too. you got so many things going on. You're I'm trying the to keep busiest man. I want to be busy. Yeah, I'm going to lunch good. with Mark Marrow today. I think I'm working out with my trainer today. And then uh, and then tomorrow we got the comedy. Yeah, really? That's what we're calling it? You're working out with the trainer? Working yeah. out with the that's, trainer. That's, I will, that's, video, I will yeah. videotape it to show you that I'm working out. I'm sure. <laughs> Are there going to be drinks involved at these workout sessions? <laughs> no, Are you actually going to be in a gym? Yeah. Yes, we're going to be in a gym, I believe. A home personal no gym. Pretty, pretty sure, huh? No pink parts. Remember? Exactly. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> moly. Your mind is it. in the gutter. Would you stop it? You're listening to Mantra in the Morning. All right, this. What's this? Just in, uh, you know, uh, montage mode for your dance-off. Uh, oh. This is from the Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo soundtrack. Oh, that's good. Oh. It's uh, Dindada. If you remember, George though, Kranz. my dance song was not this cool. It's like, no, it's, uh, it's that, uh, yeah, musical. The kind of ballroom kind of dancing a little bit. Uh, like a tango, like a, uh, some sort of, what yeah. was it called? Um, the Drunken Chaperone or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was the, uh, yeah, but not the Drunken Chaperone, it was something else, but, uh, uh, from, a, from a musical? From, from a, a musical, yeah, 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 yeah. Adolfo, Madolfo? Uh, Adolfo, that's yeah. it, I am Adolfo. Yeah, that's what it is. It's goofy. <laughs> I am Adolfo. Adolfo. Oh, yeah, and they're and like, oh, you know, you gotta, you gotta put your arms out like this, and really, <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God. Are you gonna show the Drowsy me? Chaperone. Drowsy. Drowsy chaperone, yeah. And then she told me yesterday, now listen, you have to go home and you have to learn the words of the song because you have to mouth them? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Oh, this will look good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Bloody Molly's happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Welcome, yeah. everybody. It's me. Adolfo. I'm sure that you have heard the name Aldalfo. Yeah. I sure have. The ladies' man who wins a claim Aldalfo. <laughs> That's me. My lovely miss, I am the same Aldalfo. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. I am Aldalfo. <laughs> That's the song. That. My wee wee goes wah wah Aldalfo. <laughs> Oh, uh, what did I get myself into? Dude, you better practice. You better learn these words, dude. I, I got to learn the words of this stupid song. All right, go, go. I don't know it. 
Come on. That's part of the performance piece. I, I, I know. That's what I was told yesterday. Like, okay, now your homework is you have to go home and learn the words of this. I, I got to tell you, I do about two dozen charity events a year and everything. I might have turned this one down. <laughs> I was in a weak place, you know, when I said yes to it. You get to dance with a girl? Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Can I touch her? Can I feel her? Can I do it? Can I do it? It'd be awesome. I was bored. I'm like, okay. Can I French her? Can I French her? No. I don't care. Can I lick her? No. Okay. I'll dance with her. And I kind of thought it was cool because the Atlanta Magic Fat Guy was doing it, too. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Well, then, you know. Which is usually the case. Which, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I found out. He backed out, and he's just going to be a, a, a judge. Russ, I'm like, well, can I back out and be a judge, here's too? The, here's the thing, Russ. It's me, fat guy, Dennis Savaggio. Um, I'm not big into embarrassing myself, <laughs> so I'm going to go back to taking off my shirt and yeah. running around yeah, the yeah, arena yeah, 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 when the yeah, Magic yeah. are down by 22. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a law practice, you know, so. Mm. I'll leave the embarrassing thing up to you, Russ. You can embarrass yourself, yeah. Uh, you'll do fine. And, and bless you for doing, you know, a charity thing. That's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, the, oh, the kids. Yeah, it's for the kids. They're, so. they're, they were sweet good. and nice, and so, yeah. But um, it's a, I got to learn the words of that stupid song. That's all fun. I was more excited about it last week. This week, I'm like, ooh, we, so we got a week to go, and yeah. I, can't, I can't rehearse again until next week. You're, that's not and good. I got to train for my muscle, my bodybuilding. <laughs> of course, of course. You know, uh, I got uh, a lot of stuff to do. But you don't want to be too trained because you got to be limber. So right. don't be too bulked up. I, I don't think I'll get bulked up in a week. Can you, <laughs> if I do, that, that's amazing. Can you do a? Want to bet? Can you twerk while you're splitting? <laughs> can I twerk <laughs> while you're splitting? I, I don't think I can. Uh, okay. I don't well, think I can twerk. I know a girl that can help you with that. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, this is a story that's in today. It's uh, Liam Gallagher, which is uh, that, that, that's your favorite band, right? Oasis. Uh, yeah, but I'm more, uh, more a fan of Noel, though. Oh, Noel is the one you like. Yeah, Noel's, uh, he's actually announced uh, uh, part of his USA tour next uh, this coming summer. Oh, well, Liam. So I'm going to have to take some days off. I'm just giving you a heads up now. I know okay. he's going to Atlanta and a couple other places. I'm not going to be here. Well, it says, that's okay. Uh, well, uh, rock star Liam, though, I guess he did not show up to court, and it said he might have to pay millions. Liam's in trouble. Yeah, he's in a lot of trouble, isn't he? Yeah, he knocked up this rep- uh, reporter in New York, and uh, she went ahead and had his love child. He was uh, wifed up. He had wifed up one of the... Uh, like England's favorite uh, sweetheart. She was a singer for, I forget the, the pop band. Her uh, last name, I think it's Applegate, but uh, she was, he had knocked her up, married her. They had a couple kids. Come stateside, does an interview with a, a reporter. I forget. She was an entertainment reporter for one of the publications out of New York. Knocks this lady up and then completely tried to put her under the rug. And hasn't showed up for court, hasn't showed up for child support, hasn't done anything. Because you know, if you ignore all that, it'll just yeah. go away. Uh, apparently, <laughs> that, yeah, that's the yeah. UK way, apparently. You and, just pretend uh, like it's not going on. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, he's getting his bell rung pretty good right now so with all of this. She sued in America. She sued uh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. America, and, but he never came. And, and, no, it's even worse than that. The whole story broke here, mm-hmm. and then it broke uh, on, the, on the UK side, and right. that's when it, everyone was, like, kind of dumbfounded by it. So it was, uh, you know, kind of crazy. Yeah. So I feel. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but not too bad. I well, guess. so yeah, he but was he's hit, gonna get. He's gonna get uh, dinged up for a, a millions of dollars here. He was hit with a five thousand dollar fine for not showing up. But th- that's just the beginning of it. Not showing up, the child support. Because I don't think um, he's contested that it's his kid or not. So um, yeah, so he's gonna be uh, in a little bit of a world of hurt. So will he and his brother ever get back together? And uh, and uh, I think form- his brother is gonna throw him a bone here and say, "Look, whoever writes the big enough check just to help you out monetarily, I'll do this." He's uh, knows that stated as much. Someone whoever whoever cuts the big enough uh, big enough check, the Oasis will get back together. 
They might need that, right? He's going to need I, that. Uh, yeah. Liam is probably going to need that. Noel's good. He's just dropped another album, and he's on tour. Do they, do they just split the money in the band, like uh, half went to him, half went to, or did one brother get more than the I other? I think Noel got more because he also wrote a, lot, a majority of the hits. Yeah. So uh, when you're the lead writer, you also get a cut of that action. Huh. I would assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I get, uh, so from all indications, uh, yeah, he's going to get dinged up for this pretty bad. Hey, we're, we're leading up to the the weekend. Uh, you know, obviously we got tomorrow night the uh, the comedy thing, and then uh, the weekend the Daytona 500 is happening this week. Oh, yeah, hey, really? real quick, because wow. I, I meant to mention this earlier when Jimmy was here. Think of uh, everyone who's going to go participate with him at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club for the card game. Yeah. Take into consideration, we have uh, the twin 125s are that day. So Ooh. traffic in Daytona is going to be crazy. So uh, please allow yourself enough time to get oh. there already, you know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so just a heads up. And, uh, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a big deal. It's, it's Sunday, right? What, yeah. what time does this particular race it starts at night, or is this one? Uh, this is the day race. It's the day race. Yeah, yeah. But they've done it at night. The 500? I yeah, thought they had done yeah. the di- yeah. I could be wrong. Because I mean, it was a big deal, right? That when they did the 500. Well, remember, they, they, they the do two races there, and yeah. typically the summer race is the one in the, um, at night because of uh, the heat. Because I'm thinking about going to the Daytona 500 because yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Kid Rock, to be honest with you. And Jeff, Jeff Gordon's last time. And Jeff, Gar- Jeff Gordon's last time, and it is kind of fun to watch the beginning of the race. I never stay to the end, though, because really? yeah. I, I get freaked out about getting stuck in all that traffic. Because oh, okay. the traffic, yeah, have you yeah, been yeah. to the Daytona oh, 500? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's always been, that's always been the, the biggest oxymoron to me is the event where the cars are almost the fastest in the world your car goes the slowest <laughs> to get true. there and get away from it that's so, a good point yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see start time is at 135 oh it is okay yeah. all right yeah. and uh I mean, who is singing the national anthem uh i don't know singing the national anthem i know Vince Vin- ariana grande uh, 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 i thought she did the all-star game she, she did all star game, yeah. She just did the uh, NBA all star. I'm not saying that she can't do both, but I thought that's uh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I think it is. Area. I know Vince Vaughn's doing the. Uh, He's the marshal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the kind of NASCAR person that uh, that everybody else hates because I want to see Kid Rock and I want to see her <laughs> singing the national anthem and I want to know. You know, there's a race that actually goes on, right? Yeah, it's 200 yeah. laps. They go averaging over 100 miles an hour. About 15, it's a mayhem 15 20 the... laps. I'm like, okay, you know. You know. <laughs> wow. It looks like they're all going the same direction. Yeah, so you and I are not ever going to go to a race together. Man, they're fast. <laughs> really? They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. There they go again. Oh, uh, Here's another thing. I, I have people that, that love to go to this 24-hour and 12-hour thing. The Rolex. The Rolex yeah. is a blast, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't envision it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm sure it is a blast, but I can't envision it. They're you saying Philip Phillips is uh, doing the national anthem. That's, yeah, that's who cool. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have killed it back. Jeff would have been the guy at those 24-hour things. You would, you would stay up all oh, night. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. But but as far as the cars are concerned, oh, who no. cares? Oh, yeah, I didn't would... get a chance. I, I didn't get a chance to go to the Rolex this year. I had a bunch of friends. A bunch of listeners went, and they you know they had they were in the infield, and they kept me up to speed with what was going on. But de- next year, I'm definitely going to go back. It's been a while since I've been to that. Yeah. That's a good fun. I, I like going out to the speedway for it any is. event. Or the or the people that go to like Le Mans and they just stand on one little section of the track. Yeah. And then you wait, you know, forever for another car to come by. That just blows me. But they got people that live for that. Yeah. I mean my drummer goes to that in France all the time. And he, he man, they get their wine, they get their cheese, they set up their little thing, and they sit there and eat a piece and wait for about twenty minutes and <laughs> wow. Awesome. Yeah, just real quick More about cheese. the five hundred. Yeah. Uh, last year, the reason why it, your guys are thinking it was at night because of the rain delays. They finished at night. Oh, okay. Uh, they t- typically, they want to start during the day, so they finish right under the lights. But uh, the, the again, the five hundred usually uh, starts at one one thirty. All right. Well, that's uh, that's coming. And up, then a uh, question coming through weekend, the yeah. text message: Russ, are you getting married at the start finish line now? Oh. <laughs> 
Is, yes. that, is that what this is? How oh, the hell did they find out? I'm getting double married. Trainer and dance partner. And then anybody else. If they want to get married, I'll do it. I don't care. Oh, now, now, now listeners got jokes, huh? Oh. Dude, I've been, I've, been, I've been cool with that because uh, they've been sitting in some fire. And I've been like, all right, I'll be nice. But, it, uh, is Danica going to be out there? <laughs> is she going to be out there? Because so, I'll marry her. Damn if it's Danica or uh, Reese, we better watch out. Damn. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Remember, tomorrow night, uh, you can see Dirty Jim in Daytona. He'll be at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club. Uh, uh, if you want to play some poker with Dirty Jim, that'll be a good time to do it. Also, uh, Chris Moneymaker will be there as well. So if you, if you knock Chris Moneymaker out of the tournament or if you knock Dirty Jim out of the tournament, you get a bonus. So that's always great. And then tomorrow night is the uh, the Monster Comic Surge at Cheyenne Saloon. It's only $5 to get in. Uh, four extremely funny guys that will be battling now to see, you know, to, to see who's going to be the Monster Comic of the Year. This is round one. Uh, and uh, Dean Napolitano that was in today will be uh, in it as well Absolutely. as three other uh, great comedians. Yeah, and if you want to reserve your seats, it's really easy. You don't even have to put over your credit card information. Go to monsters.fm, keyword reserve. And I'm telling you, do it now because people are planning on coming out in droves. It's droves? Is that a word? <laughs> droves. I was thinking it droids. Today. Droids? <laughs> I was thinking droids. droids. Uh, but droids will be there, also <laughs> drones and people. So uh, be sure to reserve on monsters.fm. Yes, Angel. Uh, real quick, uh, a lot of requests about the information about the Adele remix that we did. If you want to find it, I will post it up here in a few minutes. It's going to be on my Facebook page, What the Hell's Angel Listening to? And it's going to be the Trapped in Brooklyn uh, mixed album, which is about an hour long. The Adele's version is right there in the middle of it. All right, Jeff, how you'll be at uh, oh, House of Blues? Yes, House of Blues on Thursday night on the patio from 4 to 9 o'clock with Jimmy Figures, Tom the Bomb. And Friday and Saturday, we will be at the House of Blues restaurant with my full blues band, Five Piece. It's awesome. Y'all come out. That will be from 1030 to 1 o'clock. And we will We'll be doing a cover of the Beatles' Hey Drode. That's, <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, Bubba, you've been hilarious today. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Please come in and get a plug. I, no, I'm sorry. I, I had to play last night late, and then I got to. <laughs> All right. Now, plug, 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 quick. Anyway, I'm going to be at Shot Sports Bar do a dueling piano. I'm going on Celebration Cruise Line tomorrow. So oh, good. That's why everything's got messed up. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be dueling piano shots into Barry. Y'all come see me. Thank All right. Uh, stay tuned for the news junkie right after the monster. At 3 o'clock, it's the one and only Jim Phillips in the Phillips file. And we will be back tomorrow to do our thing from uh, Angel. Dirty Jim, Jeff Howe, Carlos, and Bubba. And the leader of this mess of merry men, Russ. I'll marry you, 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 and you, and you, Rollins. Stop it. Hey, we ain't got to go home. Let's get a tin flip and get the hell up out of here.